Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Red Carpet Rendezvous Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conlin. So I've been covering a lot of documentaries on Netflix lately uh, for my other New York City-centered podcast on 77 WABC Radio. I interviewed the director of the Netflix doc, Turning Point, 9-11, and the War on Terror. So you can find that podcast if you're interested. It's video on WABCradio.com or on YouTube, and that documentary was so good. It was actually one of my favorites um, about 9-11 because it was different. It was centered around why the war started and why they hate us so much over in Afghanistan. Um, And, oh my gosh, just speaking of 9-11 docs, just because it was the, um, or 9-11 20 years later, a few days ago, I hate saying anniversary because it signifies something happy and it definitely is not happy. Um, But no, Nat Geo has a five-part doc that also was so incredibly moving, which kind of focused on the um the victims and that was oh my gosh I just sat there and sobbed the entire day so anyway moving on to something more uplifting um I've covered two of the untold sports docuseries episodes which I've really enjoyed I covered Christy Martin and AJ Galante a few weeks ago and now this week I have the last subject of the episode or of the series Marty Fish or I think he's the last subject I, I could be wrong um now if you're not familiar with Marty Fish at one point, he was the number one tennis player in the U.S., set to play Roger Federer in what was going to be the biggest match ever played at the time. But Marty ended up backing out due to crippling anxiety and mental health issues. He ended up basically retiring from tennis because of this. And, and while it was going on and he was completely in his own head torturing himself, no one really knew. The public had no idea. Um, so I interviewed Marty and I found myself being a little bit... Um, I don't know. I I realize I use the phrase, that's nuts, that's crazy, so much. And I don't know if that's insensitive um, just because he deals with with anxiety and mental health issues. And I don't know. I mean, we're all crazy. I feel like everybody's crazy. But anyway, I digress. So um, I think you're really going to enjoy Marty. Like I said, he's so inspirational. And um, yes, here's my interview without further ado. So I have to say... Your episode was probably one of my favorites. I've seen almost all of them at this point or every single one that's come out, but yours was so inspiring. So oh, I just you. wanted to tell you that. Yes, you're welcome. That. Yeah, thank of you. course. You have such an incredible story. Now, when you were at the peak of all this, um, what was going through your head? Um, I mean, that's a broad question. I mean, uh, uh in terms of like when I was like rock bottom, sort of 2012 kind of. Exactly. Thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, not understanding exactly what's going on. Um, uh, when will this pass? Will it pass? Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, when can I get my life back? Uh, when can I go have a beer with my friends and feel comfortable doing that? Um, right. Right. I remember, you know, months after, um, months and months after maybe six or seven months after I went played golf with my friends and, you know, had a beer after, and it was like a yeah. monumental occasion for me because I was, you know, just stuck at home, just sort of in a corner of, you know, in a ball in the corner of a room, you know, kind of 
of sort of, corner of, house, sort of you know trying to feel better and so that was Aww. you know just sort of part of that process yeah yeah and I was thinking about you because you worked so hard to overcome this and then you know we had a global pandemic so how did that affect you and your mental state it's funny you say that I mean it didn't it wasn't easy um you know but it could have been worse right like they were like you're thinking of first of all I never got sick which was which was helpful <laughs> because, uh, <laughs> yeah totally because, you know when I do get sick or don't feel well it just sort of brings anxiety is I, I don't know why some sometimes it doesn't most of the time it does um so mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping to not get sick either um uh, so that you know knock on wood I haven't done that yet. yeah <laughs> and, and and so um so you know, look, like Australia, look at Australia, a, a country that we used to go, I used to go to when I played every year in the beginning mm-hmm. of the year, I and mean, they've got a, a 14 day quarantine in a hotel room. Like th- there's no way oh, to do that. No, no. I mean, I, I, it's so funny you bring that up also, because I generally interview a lot of actors and during the pandemic, somebody, it was that show, The Young Rock, they actually filmed in Australia. And one mm-hmm. of the actors told me, he had to quarantine for 14 days. And he said the last three days, he almost lost his mind. He said, literally, it was like, this is like, it was so bad for him. He didn't even realize I how bad it was going to be. Yeah, yeah I, I can't either. I couldn't imagine doing that. I still felt stuck and we were at home and we, you know, I'm lucky enough to have a, a nice house here in LA and some space, mm-hmm. and a yard and a pool and a basketball court and all that stuff. And like, I still felt uncomfortable and you know there were times yeah. I, uh, I think I went uh, my wife is Jewish so we had our I think it was it may have been like a year from or no it was maybe uh, uh, Rosh Hashanah one, one of the one of the one of the big, yeah. uh, one of her, our big holidays and um, uh, and I, I had to drop something at her parents house and this is right in the middle beginning of the middle of it you know like okay sort of April, May kind of time. And you're just, what is going on? Why can't right. you the house? That whole part. And I think I got pulled over for like no turn signal on, on a, you know, a, a change of lanes. And like, I had to drop some off. I was late coming back. Everyone was like, where are you? You know, where yeah. are you late? Blah, blah, blah. And I literally just broke down out of oh, nowhere. And I was like, yeah. And I just started crying and I, I'm not a crier. And I just mm-hmm. started crying. Like, like, and my wife was like, Whoa, what, you know, like yeah. something here. So it was like, yeah, like there, there were definitely times you- where it was like, I feel trapped. I feel like I can't travel. I mean, I've traveled my whole life really. Mm-hmm. So like not having to travel or not being able to travel was different as well. And um, yeah. You know, so yeah, it wasn't easy. No, I, yeah, I, I obviously can relate. I, you know, for me, I, I'm so, uh, I like to be busy. I like to be out and about. So mm-hmm. I think that, um, yeah, the pandemic was a crushing blow to all of us. And I'm like you, I, I didn't get sick. Um, but, yeah. but that, yeah, I think so- there's a lot of people I've spoken to quite a few people, um, over the last year and a half as well, that, de- de- that developed mental health issues, some pretty bad mental health issues because of the lock up um oh, because yeah. they couldn't uh yeah you know I, I spoke to a few uh, college players uh tennis players that like you know really struggled at college by themselves and everybody left and they had to stay or whatever it was and and wow. um you know you, you just uh, over through all of this whole thing um 
there's, you know, obviously so many things that go into, you know, a sort of a, a, a lockdown or if you will. Um, and, and of that's course. one of the things that just gets swept under the rug is the mental health of, of, you know, everyone trying to, you know, yeah. trying to make it out or make it, you know, trying to keep their job or still do their job at home or try, you know, with the kids, it's just so, so many people have been struck with mental health issues since the pandemic. Now you mentioned some college kids you had spoken to. Are you, are you, um, are you in touch with, I guess, kids now just as, you know, I know that you still coach tennis and everything, but are you, do you speak to them on sort of a, a guidance people, level of, with people you know, reach out? Yeah. People yeah. reach out um, to me, they, they, um, whether it's on social media, whether it's through friends, um, they, they've reached out, whether, you know, through my agent, uh, when I, when I came out with my story in 2015, the Players Tribune piece that I wrote, um, yeah. we had, I mean, I had, um, athletes and coaches and, and CEOs of fortune 500 companies reach out like sort of through my agency and, and, and to, you know, to get to, to sort of chat about, um, about how I was feeling and about how they were feeling and really made some really awesome relationships and friendships through it. I love that. And it's interesting. I'm in New York city and, um, the mental health crisis here is being completely, completely ignored. I'm not sure if you're aware, but I mean, half of the hospitals had to basically, um, you know, shut down. So Bellevue at this point, you know, released all of the patients. So you've got them on the street and they're being treated like criminals, you know, and they're not being treated fairly. So it's seriously a bummer. And it's, I mean, I guess bummer is the wrong word. It's more than a bummer, right? It's, uh, it's, I mean, I don't know how else to say it. It's pretty inhumane. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, it's difficult yeah. to like, vocabulary is a really difficult thing to talk about with mental health and like what, you know, tell me how anxiety feels, you know, and right. you're just like, I don't have the vocabulary to, to, to explain that. Yeah. Um, it's just difficult to explain what depression feels like, what panic feels like, what anxiety feels like it's, you know, and, and it's not, and it's, it's a, it's an, it's an, a physical injury. Yeah. And Cause it's in your, it's your brain, you know, like the, the chemical imbalance in your brain and chemical, you know, serotonin in your brain is emptied and, and you're, mm-hmm. you have a chemical, you know, so like your brain is part of your body and, and your, you know, and that's part of your physical health as well. And I think, they, you know, I think we need to take mental health and, and, and move it sort of into the physical category as well a little bit, because, um, you know, a lot of, you know, that's part of your body, your brain, your, your, your mental space. Yes. I love that you said that because I try not even for fitness reasons, but just for, um, and it sounds like, it sounds so weird, I guess, but it's like, I try to work out before work just to be in a positive mood because of the endorphins. I just feel like I am in a better head place and I start my day better if I get up and work out rather than just being sluggish with my coffee, you know? And really it's not because I, I want to lose weight or be super fit. I, it's strictly for my mind. And when people hear that, they think I'm like so weird, you know, they're, they're like, that is so strange. (laughs) I just want to do something. You're totally right. Right. I mean, working out every day, sweating every day somehow is yes. just so good for I, that's the, the times that I feel my best is when I kind of get into that workout mode because mm-hmm. um, it's not easy to, to get into that. And especially if you've done it your whole life, you're just like, oh, I want to rebel from working out, you know, 
Um, right. Right. And, uh, and so, you know, it's just, if you, if you just sweat every day or try or just move around and get outside, there's some sun, you know, at the very yes. least. Yes. And during, I was going to yeah. say during the pandemic, we left for New Hampshire and I walk so much in the city. I was having to set my alarm at 5am just to get up and walk laps around my neighborhood so I can get that movement too. It's like so many things in my life. I, I had so just part of my routine that, that were just so botched. Um, I just, I shuddered thinking about the pandemic as we talk about it, sorry. Um, <laughs> but just really quickly to wrap things up, do you still uh, get in your own head about playing a match of tennis with just anybody at this point? Um, not anymore because, uh, I mean, I can go back on like past matches, but not, no, like not anymore. I don't play much anymore. Um, I'm certainly still involved in the game. Certainly the, you know, with the U S with the Davis cup captain and the, you know, men's men's side. Thank you. Yeah. The the American men, um, I, I, I keep an eye on, on a daily basis. So, um, so I still, you know, I still am very involved in tennis. I just, I don't play anymore. Um, if I have time, I'll, you know, go play golf or I'll, uh, play pickleball or something like that it's yeah. uh, not like, as I mean, taxing on you're my over it then sounds I'm, like I'm not necessarily over it as much as like I know what it fe- what I'm gonna feel like the next day and I don't uh-huh. play that much and like my shoulder just hurts and my hips and my knees you got to remember like we're it's a non-contact sport obviously it's tennis is but yeah. I mean we're running on concrete since I- I've been running on concrete since I was six you know, so like, you know, at a, at a, at a, you know, on a, on a high rate, you know, so yeah. like my you bring knees, up a good point, Marty yeah, my knees and hips are like really bad. And my shoulder, a, a torn labrum, my left shoulder, my right shoulder is all messed up. And so like people yeah. don't, you know, people sort of think about like football players and they're like, what does a football player feel like after they're done playing? And I can't imagine what like Nadal is going to feel like when he's done playing the way he physically plays um yeah no I I match basis I didn't think about that you are you are totally right that's something that we as spectators don't really think about is how hard it is on your joints um wow well thank you so much you like I said you have such an inspiring story and your um yours was definitely definitely up there for me I I think right now I'm loving yours and uh Christy Martin (laughs) yeah my favorites yeah (laughs) well thank you so much it was nice to talk to you my pleasure yeah thanks for thanks for watching yeah all right Bye. bye Okay, so that was Marty. Um, remember, you can always email me at lauren.conlin at wabcradio.com to let me know what you think. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at lauren underscore interviews and on Twitter at conlin underscore lauren. And um, hopefully you guys are enjoying this. You can leave me a review or um, you can rate me with, with stars on Apple or wherever you listen. Okay, until next time, thanks for listening.